to my recorder. Uh, this is Instagram Live as well. The audio is going to be kind of shit, but uh, we are going to be on YouTube Live. Actually, let's see if we can do something. I need to have like a, I need James here to like do this for me. Because I'm high, I don't want to type and do all this stuff all at once, and I need somewhere to set my um, my phone so they can hear me record this. It takes like the worst picture of me. <laughs> I'm trying to set something for. You know what? I'm closing the door. <laughs> Sam doesn't want to be on, but yet she's giving me shit for. I said, I said, don't look at me while I'm doing this because she wants to be on and then she doesn't want to be on. And now she's staring at me. Pod joined. I'm on in. Uh, I'm on YouTube Live as well, so I got two things going on this on on YouTube. You can see me holding my Instagram, like that's not what what's that called again? Like in infinity something rather. Anyways, no, he left. Fine, be that way. I'm joking. Um, I'm actually gonna put this um, my phone down because I don't want to be seen. On both, uh, on both things, holding a holding a phone or seeing the computer screen on here. So, I'm gonna put this down somewhere. I move. I'm kind of like here. I'll show you this. I'll show you the setup I have right now. So it's like there's my there's my mic, uh, the audio recorder, or sorry, the switch the switchboard, <laughs> uh, my soundboard, and my recorder's there. And literally, this is like some little table I built for my microphone to sit on. And the computer's there. And I have my headphones. This is this is what I've been using for a while now. Uh, this is the setup we've had, so it's been pretty good. So I'm gonna put this down, and uh, we'll get with the podcast. There we go. So I don't want I don't know which one to look at. So I'll, I'll I'll move back and forth for it. So I have my my other computer here too. So I have everything set up right now. So if I need YouTube here to look up or cross cross reference anything, then I have it. Um, so I was just talking to, I was just talking to Sam, um, about this story that I was going to bring up and it was, uh, as a story when I was five years old and, um, I have an older sister in case and anyone doesn't know me, I have an older sister. She's only two years older than me. Uh, but when we were younger, uh, she used to bully me as most older siblings do, right? So, um, she was picking on me. I can't remember exactly what was going on, but she was, she was picking on me and, um, I kept on going to my mom and asking her for help. I was like, you know, I'm a kid. So I was like trying to cry for my mom, but my mom just wasn't having it. She was on the phone with somebody and, uh, I just kept on freaking out and crying and crying at her until finally she like put the phone down and she like smacked me across the face. Like my, my mom never hit me, but she was just so probably fed up with my bullshit that, um, she just slapped me across the face. <laughs> and, uh, I was like really upset because I was like, you know, I was trying to like get help from her. But she didn't want to. She didn't want to help me, I guess. And uh, yeah, she just whacked me across the face pretty hard. And then she actually hung up the phone, and she was like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hit you. Um, you know, I can't believe I can't believe what I just did." And uh, you know, I was kind of like, I was probably hamming it up too, just like sitting there, like crying and freaking out and stuff like that. So she said, "Okay, like if you want to hit me, you can. Just go ahead and hit me in the face." And I wound up, and I like socked my mom as hard as I could. Like I was five, but like. Like, I just haymakered her. Like, I just Mayweathered her, like, right to the ground. I don't know if that's that appropriate. I know he beat his wife, so maybe it's not appropriate. But I literally, like, cocked back and just, like, like popped her right in the face. And, like, I gave her, like, a swollen cheek for, like, so long. And it must have been hilarious because I'm sure they're like, what happened? What happened? Like, oh, my, my five-year-old punched me in the mouth and punched me in the cheek and <laughs> left a big fucking bruise. So, yeah, that was the story I was just talking about with Sam. Uh, hope everyone's doing good this is the first time i kind of have in the both instagram and uh, youtube live going right now i was going to do one with sam but she's just a bit under the weather she doesn't want to do a podcast so it's just me tonight so i don't know talk about some shit i've been doing recently and shit like that this is the new um i don't know if i'm gonna do the podcast in here from now on this is like our second bedroom 
and like it's just like a complete pig style like I, I showed i showed the instagram audience uh kind of like a pan around we have like books over here and we have all my guitars and all my pedals and stuff and they're not even in like proper order everything's just kind of thrown around everything is sitting on a table on a table onto another table like there's just everything stacked up right now like just chairs here and um <laughs> there's chairs upside down on chairs and this this even the YouTube thing, uh, my computer with YouTube is sitting on a chair, and it's just in the middle of the room. <laughs> and we have all our Tupperwares where our shit's been coming into, and all my uh, headphone audio equipment is sitting on a box full of blankets. So that's how we're doing this today. <laughs> so I hope everyone is okay with the janky setup. But yeah, we're gonna have more uh, more artwork on the back. We had we had pictures up before, but we did move stuff around, so we took them down. Um, this room was kind of becoming a little more. Uh, home-like, but then stuff happened. We got a lot more stuff. When we moved, we, we forgot we had a lot of shit to bring back over, so once we once we carried it over, it just ended up in this fucking room <laughs> where there's just shit everywhere. Like, there's just, like, Tupperwares, and there's, like, a Super Nintendo over there that's not hooked up, and all my records are over there, and posters haven't been up yet. So, anyways, that, that's that's how that's gonna go. Um, I was gonna talk about a couple things uh, more recently. Um... With yeah, with the move, it's it's been it's been hectic. I've been trying to get more um, more time to put up content for the podcast and do a bunch of this stuff. Like I said, this is the first time doing the video and the audio portion, so uh, hopefully we can do this a lot more in the future. It'd be easier if we had more people too. Like it seems like it's easier with one person, but this has been like a whole setup just for me, and um, I, I'm very new to fucking putting this shit online. Like I'm hoping the YouTube. Uh, sound is running through this entire mixing board because that's how I try to set it up but I mean we'll see how that works if it doesn't then it's just going to sound like me whispering because the computer's far enough away where it's probably just like hearing like so I'm going to pause Instagram something because I, I put something on my phone oh, that I wanted to that I want to look up um, so I can come back to this right yeah okay oh, maybe it's still recording on my face right now <laughs> just text from people uh so yeah okay so i was gonna mention something about youtube this is actually not something i wrote down this is something i really wanted to bring up and it was those reaction videos if you guys ever watch um youtube and you find the reaction videos of it's always someone listening to like a song like it's always someone listening to um i don't know like usually an old song like it's never something new it's like sorry looks like i have something on my screen but it's actually just on my screen not on my camera so I'm getting really tired of these reaction videos because honestly, it's like I find them complete bullshit. They they talk to people who are like in their 30s or 40s, and it's like the first time they've heard like "Dark Side of the Moon" by Pink Floyd. Like what the like, what the fuck kind of bullshit is that? I'm sure these people have heard that song before. It's impossible not to. Like you're in your 30s and your 40s. If you were driven a car and had the radio on, because I'm sure it's played at least like once or twice in the fucking world. Like it has to have, you know. <laughs> is Sam on is Sam watching? <laughs> She's like literally 10 feet from me. She could be on the podcast, but she chooses not to. Do, do you guys? <laughs> yes, hi. I'm going to come in there and bug you. I'm waiting to hear her response like 10 feet away from me. <laughs> um, so anyway, so that was one thing I was... Uh, I can hear you talking about me. Well, I'm 10 feet from you, and, I, and you're looking at your phone. Can't you hear me? I guess you're typing stuff too. And there's Nada. Hey, Nada. Nada, do you want Sam to come on? I want Sam to come on this podcast. She doesn't want to be like shown because she's like, I'm ugly and I don't have makeup on. Put some fucking makeup on or put a put like a balaclava on. I have some. Like Nada and or Sam left. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, anyways, so what was I talking about? Oh yeah, so the reaction videos. I don't know how I don't understand how someone can like get away with that. Like. They listen to it, and it's always just like, oh, yeah, okay, I see where they went with that. I see where they went with that. Dude, these songs are played on the radio because it went some, somewhere with that. Like, these songs have won Grammys. These bands have been, like, legit bands for, like, decades. So if you're saying, like, oh, I could see why I could see why this band is, is so popular. Yeah, dude, like, Led Zeppelin is a huge fucking band. So to say that you 
to, to say that you haven't heard any of these really popular songs like Stairway to Heaven, I just find that fucking bullshit, and I'm really getting tired of that. I mean, yeah, I could just not watch them, and I usually don't. I just see, like, these people, and they look like they're so impressed by these, like, songs that have, like, you know, made bands famous or, you know, unfamous. So that's one of those things. Um, and I think with people who wear shorts all year round, that's something I did write down. You're noise people. I know one person who wears shorts year, all year round, and it's, I, I don't understand, like, is it is it just like they want to, or is it because they're trying to make a statement? Like, I, I know there's some people who are legitimately trying to, like, prove that they'll always wear shorts no matter what, or these people just always have, like, super hairy legs and are just going to do that, you know. That's, that really bothers me. Oops. It does, uh, see, I, I thought I thought I stayed connected and stuff like that. It's okay, I'll put this down. There we go. You can't see my full face, so that's okay. So I helped all the people... Um, sorry, I'm drinking tea here. Um, so uh, if you guys have any like uh, questions or comments for the podcast, you can get us on uh, our YouTube channel here, our Instagram... Or um, you can go to uh, potted dirt podcast at gmail.com. You can write down, um, write questions or like that if you want to, if you want to have anything answered or if you think there's a better way to do the podcast. Once again, I feel like this podcast is kind of just like janky, but I'm doing something, I'm trying to put content up and, uh, and hopefully you guys will listen to it. And I want to thank all the people who do listen to it. Uh, I get, I get like uh, reports back from like uh, the different company or different companies, the different websites and, um, um, YouTube uh, po- uh, podcast sharing groups that like put this stuff out there because every every time I get like a view it'll or a listen to sorry it'll come back and like it'll give me where it's from and like you know how many times I listen to it or like that so it's really good and I get I get people from all over the world so it's really good to see people from like Europe I get you know I get my guys from Croatia who do the theme song for this um, the live people won't hear that song but if you listen to the Pod Dirt podcast you will hear. Um, uh, the Degs, that's the band. They, they will do. They do the songs. Um, they don't do it for me. I just, I just pull them off the internet, uh, off of like royalty-free websites. I have no money to pay for these songs, so <laughs> I get them to do it. And so uh, they listen to it. I always give. Them, I try to give them the link. So I really appreciate the guys from Croatia. Uh, I got some people from Australia. We had a we had an episode that really got a lot of views, and it was it was about uh, Trevor's trip to Australia, and it was really funny. So I'm happy that. Um, I'm happy that people from Australia are listening to it as well, and uh, yeah, I'm sorry to hear what happened in uh, New Zealand. I know it's not Australia, but it's close, and that's pretty shitty what happened, so I wonder what's come of that. Uh, I haven't paid too much attention, honestly. Um, not that I don't care. I do care. I just, I don't know. I want to say I'm too busy. I'm seriously doing a podcast, so how busy can I be that I can't watch the news, but I just, I don't know if I want to hear about that stuff anymore. It's just every day there's something new. There's some new shooters, some new gun stuff, and everyone wants to make gun laws, Um I just can't do it. Uh, I hope the families of the people who are affected, uh, you know, are, you know, getting along with whatever they have to get with. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I can't even speak for it. It's just, it's too much. It's too much to, to think about. But, um, yeah, as I said, the news is just every day is like that. So I can't do it anymore. But uh, thanks for listening, though. <laughs> uh, New Zealand, Australia, uh, Belgium and France are listening, too. And that's really, I think I have one Russia. That's pretty cool. Hope you guys enjoyed. I'm just rambling now, talking about like who listens to my podcast and how good it is. There we go. I'm like trying to put everything down. Like every time I put my tea down, I'm worried about knocking it into my phone or into like my recorder. Everything is like so stuck here. Like I will get this sorted out one day. I'll have everything like really like locked in. I like the way that my mic sits. Like I can really adjust my mic like any which way. But it sits on this little janky table that I made with a with a ten pound weight over top of it, so <laughs> there's really nothing holding it. I think my dog here is lying on the floor. He's in between me and Sam because Sam's in the first bedroom. I'm in the second bedroom, and our dog is like we were trying to get him to come into either room to see who he likes more. And now he's literally sitting half in this room, half in that room. So it's it's actually pretty funny. He's pretty cute too. I'll show you. I'll show you. But he's over there. I'm not gonna move my entire. Once again, if I move my entire setup, it all fucking falls off. <laughs> mm. So uh, yeah, I'm also. Um, sometimes people ask me if um, 
you know, if I talk about sports, I had some, a couple of people ask me if I if I have any sports I watch, like hockey. I know hockey is a big thing because we are in Canada. Uh, honestly, I do not watch sports. Um, like, I guess standard sports. I don't watch basketball or hockey or baseball. That stuff just, honestly, it bores me, but it fucking bores me. Like, I just, it's so, I don't know. I find it aggravating, too, because everyone's either, like, they're for their team when they win and when they lose or not for their fucking team. Like, if, you know, if the Patriots win the Super Bowl, every Patriots fan's like, yeah, we won, we won. Like, we, they, we won it. And then when they lose, it's like, oh, those fucking losers lost. And it's like, well, it's either you're with them or you're fucking not with them. And I, I've always hated that about sports, especially, like, team sports like that. Um, I do enjoy rugby. I know that's kind of, like, a popular sport, so I really can't say, like, I don't like any sport, but... I don't follow it. I don't like have a team. I just when it's on, I'm like, oh, this fucking thing, that's cool. Like, I like it. It's it's good. <laughs> I like on YouTube it says K-Man Dirt. I don't remember setting it like that, but whatever. Um, so I don't watch. I don't watch any of that. But um, I do watch the like Red Bull kind of series and stuff like that. Like I like BMXing and skateboarding and downhill mountain biking and shit like that. So the Red Bull Rampage. If anyone sees that, it's that's fucking fun. Like to me, it's like when I watch hockey, it's like it's not really exciting. It's cool. They like check and they have uh, they have fights and stuff like that. But when I watch uh, the rampage, it's like just fucking crazy. Like it's literally if you haven't seen it, uh, check it out. Uh, every year they do this race. Well, it's not a race. It's like a like a they do tricks off of this like canyon. I, I can't. I think they're in Utah or they're like in Arizona. It's one of those places that just have like tons of like natural clips and stuff like that. So oh, sorry sorry and they uh they just ride down they do like fucking backflips off like 50 foot like rocks and shit like that like it's actually just insane and these are like some of the best riders in the world so that's something i love uh i love to watch that shit's fun everything else is like meh uh, but when it comes to red bull it's, it's pretty awesome like they also have um this this downhill uh, bike race and this is like a race, but it's kind of like a time trial race. Like you don't race a bunch of people at the same time. Like you do your time, they do their time and stuff. And it's it's in Chile, and it's just downhill. And they go through all these buildings and stuff like that. It's fucking crazy. Like I can't believe that people do that shit. Making sure it's still working. So that's uh that's that's mostly what I watch. Like the BMXing and stuff like that. I don't uh, I don't go crazy for basketball. I know it's I know everyone kind of loves that shit, but I don't. So yeah, um, when it comes to sports, that's what I like. Usually things that are not really televised, you have to go on like websites to check shit out. Sorry, the podcast is a bit of a, a bit of a dull droney one. Um, I can tell more stories too. I was going to talk about, I was going to talk about the first time uh, I went to like my first concert, my first punk rock concert when I was, oh god. I was either 15 or 16, and it was around the time, like, kind of, sorry to jump from, like, what I like, but, you know, maybe, maybe it's because I like punk rock and I never like sports. I find, like, people who like punk rock are not really into, like, basketball, and not to say no one does, I just feel like that's the kind of, the clientele, so to speak. I hate that fucking word. You ever seen, remember in Taken, and that guy, the guy who sells those chicks is like, oh, we have a very... Uh, unusual clientele. I would have fucking shot that guy for saying clientele. I'm just letting you know that right now. Like, I would not have... I would have been like, yeah, fuck you, dickbag. I'm shooting you. It's like, you know, you have my daughter, and that's, you know, you have my daughter, and we can let bygones be bygones, but I swear to God, if you see clientele again, I'll fucking shoot you in the face. Anyways. So, um... <laughs> so back when I was young, I uh, went to my first uh, punk rock show, like, by myself, like, my first concert by myself, so to speak, I'm sure when I went with my parents to some fucking things or whatever, but this is one where I told my mom, I said, mom, I have money, I want to buy this ticket, and it was going to see the Misfits, and, uh, the Misfits at the time had Jerry Only, who was the original bassist, and they had Des Candida from Black Flag, who was playing guitar, and Marky Ramon was playing drums, which was just unreal, because I'm a huge Ramones fan, and, like, that's when I think he just that year became like the last Ramon, like the last, well, maybe, maybe Tommy was still alive, but you know what I'm talking about, like the original, the original guys, and uh, yeah, so, I mean, it was just an ins insane show, and the tickets were maybe like 30, 40 bucks, maybe not, they weren't too much, but I remember it was like, you know, when you're 15 or 16 years old, that's quite a bit of money, and so my mom, I said, mom, I have exams that day, but like, I swear to God, I'm going to this fucking concert. And mom's like, yeah, my mom's always been chill. You know, after I punch her in the face, like she knew who was, who was boss. 
No, and so um, so when I so when I got the tickets, my friend, my friend Rob, uh, hopefully he'll be on the podcast soon. He's a funny guy. We both bought tickets. We were in love with this fucking band, so we're like we're going for sure. So we did our exams. We went downtown, and we went to if anyone remembers the Reverb or um. It's called like the big bop in the cathedral. We actually, me and uh, the band that I was with, uh, if you guys know the Pulpery Avengers, we, we used to play. We used to play that uh, that place all the time. So, what up, Joe? And uh, so we used to, we actually used to play there. But this is before, like this is this show was way before we started playing music. And uh, so we went to the we went to the Reverb, and uh, we we got there. At like I sort of got our exam was at nine o'clock and we left at like ten. Like we left the school at like ten. The, the exams were fucking easy, right? It's high school. You don't really realize how easy it is until you until you until you do them. And we went downtown and we're like, holy shit! Like we're the first ones in line. And it was probably twelve o'clock in the afternoon. Like we were, we went to high school in Scarborough, and we booked it downtown Toronto. We're like fuck, we gotta get there before everyone takes our seats. And we we um. We got we got to the club and like there's no one there like it's just dead there's no one parked out there there's no tour buses there's fucking nothing and we were just so stoked like and the show started probably like nine thirty or ten or something like that it was like a fucking punk show at the at the at the big bop or the reverb or whatever it was called I think it was called the big bop but they had all those different concert venues in it and uh, <laughs> and so we sat there and we we're just like we looked like just dirty punks like we seriously had like mohawks and stuff and like we sat in leather jackets and ripped jeans and our all our converse all-stars who were trying to be real fucking punk rockers and it was just the funniest shit because everyone's just like looking at us like probably trying to hand us change or something like that like a bunch of kids not going to school and um i think we realized that we made the mistake of getting there like fucking hours like t- like 11 hours earlier than we needed to and um uh, so, you know, we had to do, we had to do a thing where someone's going to sit at the door, like waiting in the line Well, that person went and like got a burrito. And we used to go to this place called New York, uh, New York subs. If anyone knows downtown Toronto, I think the place is still around. It had this weird old soup Nazi kind of guy who worked there and, uh, he wouldn't even talk. Like he would just like, you would just like point and you'd be like this. And he would just kind of like nod, like really like, hey, okay, whatever. And he wouldn't even, like, for the money, he would just, like, point the register. Like, he would type it in, point the register. Like, he was just this weird old dude, and his apron was just always dirty. He probably, like, never washed it. Just It just seemed like it was one of those things, like, he just never washed the thing. But uh, my friend told me about that. I'm like, okay, I'll go first, then you go. Like, of course I could have just given the money, but I don't know. We're fucking stupid. We were fucking 16 years old doing stupid shit. And, um... After a while, so after a couple of hours of just sitting there, we, we were still like happy. We're still like we're still like pissed at ourselves that we waited or that we're waiting for so long. But we're like, who the fuck cares? We're first in line. Like no matter what happens, we're going first. And then like maybe six hours later, <laughs> a couple of people start showing up, and they're not really like hanging around too much. They're kind of like hanging around and like going to get some beers and drinking them on the side, and like walking back around, smoking a joint, walk the other way, go get some smokes. Like they weren't waiting in line like us. Like we had to use the washroom. Okay, you stay here. I'm running to fucking this place, taking a piss. Okay, cool. These people were just like, fuck it, who cares? Like, come back when it opens up. And then, like, you know, it gets to be around 8 o'clock. So this is eight hours after we got there. And we're fucking tired. Like, now we're just burnt out. Like, it was winter. It was February when we went. February or March. I had the ticket somewhere. I had the stub somewhere. It's a really worn, but I could see, like, it was February or March. I remember because it just snowed, like, a week before. And we were freezing cold, but, like, still just fucking high on the energy of, like, going to see your first show like downtown Toronto when you're when you're a young kid and uh so we um so as as the day went on it got darker and darker obviously and people started showing up and people started lining up and people really did respect the fact that we were first like no one went in front so hey what the fuck like we all had our tickets like me and him held our tickets like in our hand like if we went to the bathroom the ticket would be in your hand just like I got it I'm fine I got this man don't fucking worry about it <laughs> And so, one second. Does that change anything? No. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm hoping the YouTube audio sounds good. I assume the Instagram's gonna shit gonna shit out on the audio, but at least the uh, the recording's gonna be okay. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I'll say I'll stop saying um so much. We we started waiting for the doors to open. Like now, it's like okay, the door's gonna open soon. We got this. This is this is all us. Like we're running in. They open the door and these two fucking assholes just walk right in 
like right in front of us and the security guard kind of lets them in. But then for some fucking reason, everyone rallied. Like I would say for some fucking reason, I'm sure people were just nice in general, started yelling at these fucking guys like, yo, yo, those two guys in the front, they were waiting for longer than these guys. Were, oh, what? Oh, sorry. And the security like was like, oh, yeah, okay. So he like took them and walked them to the back of the line or, or not walked them, but he had to go to the back of the line. And we were just like, yeah, thank you so much. And so the doors open, and then we just fucking, like, run up these stairs. And if you guys remember the reverb, it was, like, just the, it was such a janky fucking, like, the stairs felt like they were going to collapse. But we fucking ran up those stairs, and we ran to the stage, and we were, like, right against where the, you know, the stage is. So it's not like one of those stages where there's, like, a wall or a fence, and then the stage. It was just literally, like, here's the stage, and you're against the monitors, basically. So we get there, and... We're waiting, like, we're not moving. We can't get booze, so we're not going to the bar. We're seriously staying right there. And the show hasn't even started yet. Like, the doors just opened. And um, then we just kind of thought, you know what? Like, we could probably get this wall standing again. We kind of feel like weirdos. Like, the only two kids standing right against the stage when no one's on it. And there's, like, two opening bands as well, which who did, we didn't know who they were. So we just decided to walk around and shit like that. And then um, well, I was actually standing next to this door and... Uh, we saw the band come in and it was like really fucking surreal. Like it's so hard when you see like your, your idols just fucking walking through, like it's fucking nothing. They're playing a little dinky show in fucking Toronto, but it was like really, really crazy for us. And, um, we had a disposable camera. This is a time like once again, I was 16. So this was 2002 or 2003 or something like that. So cell phones existed, but they were like, they didn't have cameras on them really. So we had disposable cameras. We don't want to bring a digital camera just in case it got lost or whatever, which is a key part of the story at the end. Um, so we're getting pictures with these guys, and we're like, you know, super, oh, uh, hey, can we, uh, can we get a picture with you? And they're just like, yeah, sure, no problem. Like, they're like we're just freaking out. These guys are like, yeah, yeah, cool. And, like, even they're like, they're, they're roadies are taking pictures of us, like, with them. And, you know, I got a picture with Marky Ramon, who's just, like, insane because he's just like a godfather of punk rock. Like, it's just unreal to think I had to shake his hand and, like, have a picture with him. And, um, so anyways, the, the show, the show, uh, starts and a band comes on. I think the band was called Rehab is for Quitters and they were like a Toronto band and they were like actually decent. Like I never heard of them before, but once they started playing, I was like, this is fucking awesome. Like these guys are sweet. And, um, oh, you know, there's another band after that and I'll get into that. Sorry. I'm kind of like rambling around the story. I sound like Trevor in this thing, but whatever. So I... So we so yes yeah, so we have our we have our place in the front again. So this entire thing we're like against the stage and probably like the height I was it was probably about right at lung level right. So when people start pushing like in the mosh pit I had no intention to go to the mosh pit. Once again I'm with people who were like way bigger than me. When I was 16 I was like tiny. Like I'm not big now but I'm like six three now. So back then I was like five five. You know weighed like a hundred pounds if that. So I didn't really feel like going to a mosh pit, even though it looked like fun. And later on in my life, I loved mosh pits and I still kind of do. Um, I just, I wanted the seat so I could see the misfits up close. And then, uh, the second band came up, which was the three tards and they're another Toronto band. And, uh, actually one of the guys, uh, in the band is a comedian out in LA now, which is weird. I just started, I started following him on Instagram. I, I didn't know it was him. He's like, yeah, I do comedy in this. I'm like, that's fucking sweet. And, uh, they were just a ridiculous band. Like they came out like the village people. And I'm sure the lead singer didn't have like pants on or his butt was out somehow and shit. Like they were just, they were, they were the three tarts. They were like the three tarted. They were complete and total weirdos. But their music was fun too. Like not my kind of cup of tea, like kind of goofy shit, but it was good. And then um, another band came after that. And this was band was actually like more famous than I thought. And it was called Agent Orange. I'm sure you guys, if you guys know punk rock or surf, um, they're like a punk rock surf band. They were, they were great. And, uh, once I heard some of their stuff, I was like, I've heard them before. Like, you know, they're one of those bands that you could, they're probably in movies and shit like that. And they're kind of like just hard to pick out, but they're like an older punk band. And it was just great. And then finally the Misfits came out and it was just like, once the Misfits came out, everyone rushed the stage, like not on top, but everyone just ran to like where the stage was. So me and my buddy just got fucking slammed into the, into the, into the stage, like, w like lung first. Like we can't even breathe. We're getting pushed so hard against this shit. And um, we're deaf at this point, too, because as unpunk rock as it is nowadays, if I'm going to a show where I'm up close, I'm fucking wearing uh, earring, hear, hearing protection or ear protection. 
I just, it's not worth, it's not worth losing my fucking hearing and it's not worth going to my work and having to like, be like, what? And the ringing in your ears is so bad when it lasts for three days and you're just trying to fucking sleep. So that's something I haven't done really since that show. Um, but we were completely deaf. Everything that just sounded like just, it was, it was horrible, but we were like, I don't fucking care. The misfits are out now. And these guys were just like crazy. So we're getting pushed against the stage and we're trying to like push ourselves back. Like we're just taking all of our, all the thing we can just push ourselves back. But there's like, like 300 people in this fucking room and 20 of them are jammed behind one of us each. So it was almost impossible. Um, but they came on and it was just a fucking unreal show. <laughs> and about halfway through, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done sitting at the front. <laughs> I saw these guys. I want to like go to the back. I turn around and it was like, nope, can't go this fucking way. Like, giant mosh pit, which I would have walked through happily, but I just jammed against the wall no matter what, and no one cared. Punk rockers, they didn't give a shit, I guess. And I'm just like, ah, fuck it, okay, so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to crawl up on the stage and then jump off, because people were doing that. So I'm going to crowd surf this fuck out, <laughs> to, you know, towards the bar area where there's not a lot of people. And so as I stand up, some guy leaps off, and he's got these, like, big, like, fucking Doc Martin boots with those big, like, rubber soles on them. This guy jumps off and boots me right in the head. Like, I don't know. I don't think it was intentional, obviously, but it just cracked me right in the head. And then, like, I fell over, and then someone picked me up, and then I was like, oh, okay. Like, I'm dizzy now. Like, see, seeing stars, and I'm just like, holy fuck. Try it again. So I put my arm up on the stage, up on the stage, and I push myself up. And then, like, for some reason, I either thought that I, was di- I died and went to heaven, or literally someone picked me up and pulled me up. And it was the le- it was the Jerry Only, the bassist and lead singer. He literally had me by one hand on my leather jacket and just scooped me up with his hand and plopped me down. Like I said, I'm like 100 pounds. This guy probably like, you know, wrist curled 100 pounds easily. And he plopped me right in front of him. And I was just like, all right. I'm like, what the fuck? And everyone looked at me like jealous as fuck because he never pulled anyone up on stage. But I think maybe he saw that I was like really in trouble. <laughs> like I was like running out of air and I was sweating and my head was bleeding. And I'm just like, oh man, like this is fucking awesome. And he literally played a song, like, like, so he's a big dude, right? So he played his bass, and I was sitting in between his, like, his, like, um, his, like, fret arm and, like, a strumming arm, like, just in between the bass, like, under the neck. And I'm just sitting there. He's just, like, like, just shredding. It was so fucking incredible. And then I felt someone grab my arm and pull me, and I was like, oh, fuck, what's going on now? Like, I'm just being, like, a rag doll now. Like, anyone who wants to do something with me is just going to do it. They're not going to fucking care what's going on. So I feel, and I see this guy, and it's one of the security guards. This guy looks like a fucking idiot. I know this guy used to drive the TTC after, too. I found out he was driving buses, and I'm like, ugh, you moonlight as a fucking security guard at the reverb? Like, what a shithead. And um, he had piercings all on his face, and just looked like a real, like, prick. Like, you just look at him, like, oh, this guy's going to be an asshole. And, you know, maybe rightly so. I shouldn't have been on stage, but for the love of God, I didn't go under the dude's base. He put me under there. <laughs> like, I couldn't, have, I couldn't have forced myself into that position. I was way too small, and he was way too big. He put me there, and I was like, fuck yeah. And the whole time, I have my camera out, and I'm trying to take, like, a selfie. Like, this is before selfies. Like, I had the camera turned, and, like... And then, literally, when the guys grabbed my arm, uh, the bass player took... uh, Jerry only took my camera and threw it to his roadie, and I'm like, oh, fuck, what the hell? And his roadie started taking pictures of us together. And so there's a guy pulling on my arm while he's playing the fucking song, and I'm just sitting there like, like, you know, like a goofball with my fucking fingers out, like, rock and roll, bleeding head, and, like, probably an eyeball popped out of my head and shit, but he took pictures, and then he gave it back. The guy walked up and put it right in my head, and I was like, oh, my God. So now I'm still fighting, getting dragged off by this fucking guy while there's a bass in front of me. (laughs) And then finally, I think he, I think Jerome was like, okay, I get it now. Let this kid fucking go. So I, he pulled his base over me and I was in front. So this, the security guard tried to push me and I was, I wanted to go, but I don't know what happened. And I tripped and stumbled and I accidentally shoved him off the stage. Like this sounds crazy. Cause like I, I had no intention to push anybody, especially this like dude who looked like he wanted to kick my ass, but I literally tripped on like a wire or something and knocked him into the, into the crowd. So this guy ended up going for a crowd surf instead of me, which I thought was just fucking hilarious. And, <laughs> oh man, and then I'm just like, holy shit. So I'm about to jump off. Literally this, sat, like, I can't even think about how long this took. It felt like an hour that this whole thing took place. It was probably like three seconds, like ultimately, like just under the base, grabbing arm, picture, throwing off. Like that's how I thought. It probably was like no more than 10 seconds, to be fair. 
And then as soon as I'm about to jump off, I feel someone grab my scruff. And I'm like, oh, shit, maybe he wants to have me under his base and play again. So I'm like, okay. And then I turn around, and it's another fucking security guard. This dude who's huge. And he's like this big ball, like big dad belly fucking thing. You know, beer belly, dad bod shit. And he takes me, and he like picks me up like like Cleveland style. Like has me by like the underpants, like the pant loops. And, like, the scruff of my jacket. And, like, he hoed me off the stage, but not into the crowd. He threw me off the side of the stage that no one was there, like, where all the equipment is stored. So I literally fell, like, four feet onto my fucking face, onto my chest, like, onto the concrete. Like, there's nothing there. <laughs> like, this guy fucking, he hit, he, I don't know why he didn't throw me. Maybe because he saw I pushed the other security guard, and he's like, what, who the fuck's this kid? So he literally, like threw me off the stage on a solid concrete, like, didn't have any regard for my safety. I was so amped up, though, that, like, I didn't feel it, but the thing is, my hand had the camera in it, and it hit the ground, and the camera went flying out of my hand, and I'm like, oh, shit, and I saw it under a table, so I started fucking, like, army crawling, because I'm, like, knocked, almost knocked out, I'm like, oh, fuck, I can do this. I'm crawling over to this, to this table where it's under, and I see the, and I see the camera, and I'm about to pick it up, and then I just feel like, it's like the horror movie where the person's, like, dragged away like the nails get like pulled and shit like that like they get scraped scratched across the ground and they lose fingernails and shit (laughs) and that's what happened i was i was pulled away by the same security guard and he literally like had me like up in the air like scruffed out and just like holding me and then he walked me down the janky ass stairs like i'm just stumbling the guy just has me so i mean he could just drop me down the stairs if i would have broke my neck or some shit like that but he (laughs) He has me like that, and then we get to the bottom of the stairs, like two floors up or whatever, and then he kicks open the door, and he, like I said, once again, Cleveland styles me out the fucking door. I've never been thrown out of a club onto a street. Like, I felt like one of those old drunks in, like, in those movies where it's like, get out and stay out kind of fucking thing. So he chucked me out the street, and I'm literally lying, like, in between the street and, like, the curb. I'm, like, in a gutter. Like, if I had a bottle of booze in, like, a brown paper bag, that would just been, like, it. That'd be the entire fucking scene. <laughs> So I'm just, like, semi-fucking-concussed. I have no idea what the fuck's going on. I realize now I can't breathe because my lungs just, like, right against the ground. Like, just my face hurts. Everything hurts. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm in a lot of fucking pain. I'm injured. And I just, I managed to sit up and, like, stumble across back to the, back to, like, the door area. And then the guy's still standing there. The guy's just looking at me. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do? And he's like, you're drunk. You're on drugs. You're, he just fucking said all this stuff. I'm like, dude, like I kicked him in the head. And he's like, oh, fucking, he just lost him. I don't fucking care. You fucking punks, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, my friend's still in there. And he goes, I don't give a shit. He'll come out later. And I was like, Holy fuck. I'm 16 years old. Like, I'm freaking out. I'm like, Ugh. but I'm fucking dizzy as shit. So I just sit down on, like, the building. I lean against the building. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I hear the whole show going on. I'm just, like, out of it. Like, I feel like I'm drunk, but I don't think I drank back then. I don't think so. <laughs> unless someone unless someone gave me like a pop that had something in it. <laughs> Across the street. <laughs> Maybe it's that old Nazi guy, the old uh, soup Nazi. The old burrito Nazi gave me something in my drink. So anyways, the show ends. I can hear the the music just stops. The music stops for like five minutes. I'm like, okay, there's no other bands. Even here the they did an encore, but the encore is like what, twenty seconds after they get off stage, comes right back on. And I hear the music stop. I'm like, oh my god, Jesus. I'm like the fuck everyone comes out like no one looks at me no one cares probably no one even saw it happen they just fucking whatever then my buddy comes out and he's like dude where the fuck were you and i'm like oh uh, i got thrown the fuck out of this place i told him the kind of the story i'm like i don't know what the fuck's going on and he goes well fucking the band's trying to find out where you are and i'm like what do you mean the band so well, the misfits are trying to find out where the fuck you like what happened to you and i'm like oh i'm like well fuck i don't know He's like, no, we're going back inside. They want to come see us. I'm like, well, I can't. That fucking bald security asshole doesn't want me to go back in. And as soon as I say it, the fucking bald security asshole comes out and he goes, yeah, uh, you can go back in. The band wants to see you. And I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) So I literally walk up the fucking stairs. I'm now just like floating. Like I'm just fucking like, what the fuck is happening? This is insane. And I uh, I get up there, and the band sees me, and they're like, oh, shit, man, what the fuck, you okay, you okay, everything okay? And I'm just like, um, yeah, like, literally, Marky Ramone, Jerry Only, and Des Candino were just like, are you okay, man? What the fuck, that guy's a prick. And they're, like, swearing at the security guard, and the security guard is just, like, standing, like, fucking red, his head turning into a fucking tomato. He's pissed off looking, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know, I wasn't trying to, like, do anything. He's like, no, no, we saw what happened. We were like, what the fuck's the security guard's problem? He threw you and you fucking landed on the ground. I'm like, oh, these dudes saw everything and they were getting my back. <laughs> so 
So it was just crazy. And then he like, then Jeremy took us under our arm, like my buddy on one arm, I'm under the other arm and just fucking walked around talking about shit. And he was like signing tits. Like these like, you know, punk rock chicks came up and just pulled out their tits. Like, Oh, can you sign my tits? Can you sign my ass? Can you sign like right above my pussy and shit like that? And I was like, rock and roll. <laughs> it's just unfucking real. Like, you know, imagine, imagine just being like, these guys are older too. I mean, fucking Jeremy now is, I think he's my dad's age. So fuck, he was almost... He's probably in his 40s, at least, like his mid to late 40s when that show happened, because I was, I was 16, so, well, eh, I don't know, my dad's 16, whatever. He was older, I mean, and fucking Marky Ramon, Jesus, that guy's probably in his 60s then, or something like that, or in his late 50s, at least, and they're just sitting there signing fucking boxes and pierced titties, I mean, Jesus, what a fucking life. But they didn't seem, you know, you do it so often, they don't seem to care, it's like, yeah, man, whatever, fuck it. So we're literally under this guy's arm, and we're hanging out with these guys, like, all fucking night, and it was so cool. <laughs> And then we realized, like, none of us wore a watch. None of us had cell phones, really. Everybody look at each other. We're like, oh, what fucking time is it? <laughs> we look, and it's, like, 3 in the fucking morning. <laughs> and we have no way of getting in touch with our parents. Because, once again, like, at this point, I didn't have a cell phone. But I didn't have a cell phone. We call people from pay phones back in the day. So, in Toronto, if you look around now, there's, like, no fucking pay phones. <laughs> so, we we're like holy shit we tell the band like we gotta go i'm like no no come and hang out no we're gonna get drunk and love i don't know if, i don't know, i can't remember if they were saying that maybe the other band was saying that but we're just everyone was there like all the bands were there it was just us like the only people there were like me my friend and all the bands and that was it and it was just fucking unreal but we're like no we have like school tomorrow we have exams tomorrow and they're like oh shit yeah go the fuck home so it was like three in the morning and we made a buddy we're like okay here's what we'll do we'll jump on the bus We'll get to the station. We didn't know the subway station. I think we did, but we're just like, nah, it'll be fine. Like, we're good now. Like, it'll still be open or some shit. I don't know what the hell is going on. We jump on the bus. We're like, once we get to the station, we'll call, and then we'll get, like, them to pick us up or whatever. Like, we're 16. Our parents will still do shit for us. So we we get on the bus on Queen Street, and we go we go on the bus, and we realize, like, what fucking, where are we going? What direction are we going? We are on the complete opposite direction bus. We are going west and we're supposed to be going east so we literally took a bus almost down to like mississauga and we live in scarborough and it's three in the fucking morning and we had no money we had money to go there and money to come back and like money for like t-shirts and shit like that but like we had no change like we we had the change for there and back and that was it my parents gave us that that's all we did and so we got off and we and we're like holy fuck and this bus driver who was like waiting for a bus like i guess he's starting a shift or ending a shift he's going home near Mississauga, he's like, are you guys okay, and we're like panicking, what the fuck do we do, what the fuck do we do now, and the guy's like, do you not have money, we're like, no, we got totally sidetracked, what the fuck, we told him the whole story, and he's just like, he's like, that sounds like fun, he's like, just get on the bus here with me, so he jumped on the bus, and there's no one on it, so it's just me, my buddy, and the two bus drivers, and we just fucking ride, and the guy's like, okay, here, he's like, he gave us transfers, and he punched them in a certain way, so we can kind of like ride them wherever, and it took us, like, so long to get home because there's no subway running. And all the night lines will get you at least, like, 10 kilometers from your house. Like, you have to at least walk somewhat. So we finally get a hold of our parents for, like, telling what's up. His mom is fucking, my buddy's mom is so pissed. She's like, what the fuck, you guys? We're supposed to be back at, like, 12 o'clock the latest. The show in there, like, 11. Like, it takes you an hour to get here, an hour to get back, whatever. And it's, like, fucking 5 in the morning now. Like, the sun is... The sun's not coming up. It's, it was still cold, like I said. But, like, you could tell, like, dawn is, is approaching soon. <laughs> like, it's starting to get blue in the air. Um, in the sky. In the air. What the fuck? Um, and I told my mom. Mom's like, it's okay, whatever. As long as you're okay. Like, she just freaked out. She's like, I haven't heard from you in a fucking while. I was about to call the cops. And I'm like, my bad. We don't have cell phones. You know, it's not like back then. It's like, I didn't have my phone on me. We just didn't have phones. <laughs> like, that's just how that was. And, um... So my mom picked us up, like, pretty close to where, to where we, like, where, where I lived. And my buddy lived a bit further away from me. So our parents came, picked us up, and, oh, man, that was a fucking night. That was a night to remember. And I remember because we got so many signatures, and we hung out with the band. The only problem is, though, lost my fucking camera. All those shots, like, this story is so unbelievable. If I had those cameras, it's almost like the hangover. Remember in the hangover, and they're like, okay, we'll look at this camera once, we'll look at the pictures, and then we'll fucking throw it away. It's like something like that. I'm sure just, like, probably stupider than that, but... Literally, it's like, this is when this happened, this is when this happened. Oh, this is my face after I got thrown off the stairs and shit like that. So the camera just got lost. Someone probably took it and had the pictures and thought it was fucking cool. So I'm still looking for it. It's it's literally like 15, 16 years later, I want that fucking camera back. Or just give me the goddamn pictures, I'll pay you for it. So the pictures of us, so really? Like, what are you going to do? Hey, this is me staying next to Jerry only. Who the fuck's this kid? It's not you. Yeah, well... <laughs> Um, so yeah, the next day we had exams, I had a gym exam, which, 
you know, gym, whatever. I didn't like gym that much, but I didn't hate it. And had to do push-ups and sit-ups and stuff like that. And my neck was fucking sore. And I was just purple and black all over my rib cage and stomach and my face. And my ears were ringing, but everyone's like, how's the show? And I'm like, fucking good. <laughs> Look at my fucking face. I'm fucking awesome. I'm great. <laughs> so, I mean, that was... That was a long story, so I hope you guys stayed with me the whole time, but I hope you liked it. It was legit one of the one of the best days of my life and one of the most like hectic fucking days or two days. Um <laughs> and it always reminded me of that movie Detroit Detroit Rock City. If anyone's ever seen that movie, it's just fucking hilarious. It's funny because they filmed that movie in Toronto as well, which I always thought was interesting. Oh. My doggy's moving. The North is moving. Whatever. Yeah, so if you have a chance to see Detroit Rock City, that's like kind of how we felt it went. But those guys really had a shit time. The car got stolen and everything. But um, <laughs> there's just so many things like that. that you know, my buddies always look back and I always talk about things like you either have like really good. Um, my recorder's working right. Yeah. You either have like really good uh, times. Like you have two different types, I should say. Where if you go to like. Canada's Wonderland, I think I talked about this before, but you go to Canada's Wonderland, and you go on roller coasters, and it's fun, like, you go on go-karts, and it's, like, a fun time, but, like, the next day, you're just like, oh, whatever, like, who cares, but there's times where you do something, and it's, like, super, you know, crazy, like, it's super stressful and tiring, and you're just, you just want to fucking cry or go home, like, you're just not having it anymore, but then, like, even years later, you can look back and you can laugh and be like, oh my god, or how much fucking fun that was, like, how awful and how fun it was. Those are the stories, those are the stories I love. That's, that's like, real happiness right there. That's, that's something you can't take away from people when they, when they, when they have these experiences, um, you know, barring someone dying, and that's always going to be hard, but, you know, even to go to funerals and you can laugh at things, like, this person used to do this, and it's, super sad to say that they did that but at the same time you just laugh your ass off because it's it's actually hilarious and everyone everyone laughed about it and even if someone is like oh that was kind of embarrassing it's like you're still gonna like enjoy you're still gonna enjoy what the fuck happened to a very deep degree instead of just like oh yeah i went paintballing paintballing's fun it's great and you're gonna talk about it and stuff like that but maybe something happened in paintball where it's like now you're digging like something out of someone's foot because they landed weird on it or something like that. And that's the agonizing part. That's the part that really fucking hurt. But we, we look at that now and we just, we laugh and it's, uh, you know, those are the real happiness moments. So hope you guys on the live uh, parts of this are enjoying uh, the audio. I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to edit this podcast at all. There's a bit of like, sounds and stuff like that but I, aside from that I'm probably just going to keep it I'm so tired of editing that's like one thing that's I always find hard about this thing it's just like you gotta you gotta cut the dead space or you know I mean granted if someone says like a joke that's like kind of off color I will cut it because I don't want to get someone in trouble as much as I'm like freedom of speech and usually it's just a joke like I don't think anyone who's ever said someone something bad on this podcast like means that they're just trying to be a fucking trying to be a clown right so that's something uh, I'll always try to edit but me sipping tea, I'm fucking keeping it in. I don't give a shit. We've had some people on on Instagram watching, which is great. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. As I said before, I appreciate all your um, all your consideration for this stuff. Uh, it's been super fun to do this podcast so many different ways. Like I said, I'm like, editing sucks, blah, blah. But actually just recording it and talking is just like fucking amazing. And since we've had like this new place, it's been so much more open to do things unfortunately though i have a new job and it really takes up most of my fucking time but this week i've had a few days off so maybe i'll do one tomorrow maybe sam will come on tomorrow if she wants to and uh we'll get another one done like i said this is just one i was gonna talk, talk about a story so um i'll probably end there i don't want to keep on going i told my misfit story it was kind of long but i said i hope you guys enjoyed it and if you want to um comment or ask questions or even give us a, some example or not examples you guys even want to give us some um what the fuck's it called? Ideas of how the podcast would be better. Uh, let us know. We have we have a YouTube. Uh, message us on YouTube. I say us because literally me, Sam, James, Trevor, we all kind of run this. Like if anyone says anything, I'll run it by them, see how they like it. Uh, Instagram, same thing. On Instagram, we are at Pot of Dirt Podcast. And on YouTube, we are Pot of Dirt Podcast, I think. Something like that. I can't remember. YouTube is fucking new for this whole thing. Uh, if you don't have, or if you are just listening to this, 
uh, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes or wherever else you listen to podcasts, you can email us at uh, potteddirtpodcast at gmail.com. I'll spell it out because James gave me shit. He goes, that's just confusing. But it's P-O-D-D-E-D-I-R-T podcast. So some people think it's like it's potted with like four fucking D's. No, it's only three D's. Just think about it. P-O-D-D-E-D-I-R-T podcast at gmail.com. So, um, yeah, message us there. Um, anything you want anything, anything you want to ask us or tell us we suck, that's fine too. Give us some ideas of how to change it. Other than that, I will see you guys. I'm going to end it on YouTube. fucking money off these guys but um i will i will promote it because in a weird way it will promote me because if you listen to my podcast on there um so if you go to listennotes.com listennotes.com is basically like google for podcasts so you could type in uh, the name of a podcast or you can put in keywords and it'll give you uh, results so the results are going to be uh, podcasts that would have this sort of stuff so i try to put in for my podcast i find it weird i don't know what to put in so i just put in a bunch of words i think relate to this to this podcast but if you want you could listen to it from there i'll give you like the best ways to uh, listen to your favorite podcasts i love listening to uh bill burr's podcast monday morning podcast joe rogan's is great um you made it weird with pete holmes becoming a favorite of mine uh if you guys don't know and he just did the crashing show which just got canceled unfortunately it was a pretty good show so kind of bummed but uh that's that's how it goes. Uh, listen to his podcast, though. It's actually really fucking funny. And uh, Clear It Hot, all these podcasts, you could go on listennotes.com and type them in and uh, listen to your favorite podcast. So listennotes.com. I appreciate you asking me to do a little plug for you guys, and hopefully it works out for both of us. So, yep. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye.